I think any music of any worth has been done by people who are very interested in the internal process of their soul and their mind that's taking place while they're writing music. No reason to think of uh, the efforts of man as being separate from nature. It's, it's all just one thing. It's nature. It's what exists. Oh yeah, let's get it. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Californication is the album. This is Matt Guerra's Music Experience, episode number six. And I decided to do a little series on the Chili Peppers. Um, Chili Peppers albums that John Frusciante played on. So he joined the Chili Peppers in 89 when he was 18. He, uh, he recorded Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I mean, yeah, he recorded Mother's Milk, then Blood Sugar Sex Magic right before for that. Then uh, he quit the band in 93. Dave Navarro came on. Uh, Frusciante rejoined in 98. They put out Californication in 99. And it is 2017. And I'm about to review that shit. So this is, we're almost in classic... Uh, we're almost approaching uh, classics. So 1999, and uh, I'm not necessarily doing these in any specific order. You know, Californication, it's not my favorite Chili Pepper album, but it's not my least favorite. It's, uh, it's th- they're all moods. But what I love about this album is John Frusciante came back. And, uh, you know, John Frusciante is one of the most important people Hey, bro. One of the most important people in my life and in my, um, responsible for my music career, along with uh, the Chili Peppers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's, I love everything that that he plays. He has an amazing um, pop, like pop sensibilities. You know, he just has a, a knack for melody and uh he he's a guitar virtuoso so this was his first album back and uh so californication is i'm going to read a little bit off of wikipedia i mean i have a lot of stuff that i just know but let me uh throw some facts at you so uh californication is the 7th studio album by american rock band red hot chili peppers it was released on june 8th 1999 on warner brothers records and was produced by rick rubin californication marked the return of john frusciante who had previously appeared on mother's milk and blood sugar sex magic to replace dave navarro as the band's guitarist frusciante's return was credited with changing the band's sound altogether producing a notable shift in style from the music recorded with Navarro. Um, so, yeah, you know, Frusciante, when he came back, they, I mean, they all describe it the same way, is that, you know, they had, they had the magic once again, and they were rehearsing in Flea's Garage in California, in California and... Uh, and right across, I guess it's a lake or whatever. So her, um, so one of Flea's neighbors is uh, is is uh, Gwyneth, Gwen, Gwen Stefani. Sorry, Gwen Stefani from you know No Doubt and whatever. So she told Anthony Kiedis, you know, um, 
that her and her friends would get together every day around one o'clock to listen to them rehearse or like work on this album. You know, they were working stuff out in Flea's garage and they could hear it from across the way. And uh, Anthony Kiedis was embarrassed, you know, because they were working stuff out. But uh, I just thought that was cool that, you know, they would gather around and listen to the Chili Peppers work on this album, Californication. And, um, you know, John Frusciante describes his playing around that period as um, just kind of bare, bare bones. He was getting back into the hang of playing. You know, he was really, really hard off on heroin for five years. And, uh, you know, like bad. Everyone said it was a miracle that he's even alive, much less playing music. But he came back in uh, in 99, and the spirit of the Chili Peppers kind of took off from there. And uh, it's their uh, it's their most commercially successful studio release. 15 million copies sold worldwide, more than six million in the U.S. alone. Um, so. Let me break down some of the credits on the album. It was released on June 8th, 1999, recorded December 1998 through March 1999. Studio is Cello Studios in Los Angeles. Uh, Length is 56 minutes, 24 seconds. Producer is Rick Rubin. Um, Singles from Californication, Scar Tissue, released May 25th, 1999, Around the World. Released September 14th, 99. Other Side released January 11th, 2000. Californication released May 20th, 2000. And Road Trippin' November 18th, 2000. So, um, yeah, I mean, this album, it's it, they come back with that, that funk that uh, the Chili Peppers were known for, or, you know, are are known for and uh but also they have the melodic side of things and John Frusciante brought so much of that to the band you know he he started singing uh background vocals and harmony a lot more um on this album and um you know they some of the songs were just bucked up and funky and then some of them were uh, more melodic, and that's always been one of the things that I love about the Chili Peppers. They they can go in both of those worlds uh, pretty comfortably. So um, so yeah, let me break down the songs around the world. Um, and like I said, this is I'm not I'm not doing these um, Chili Pepper albums in any particular order. But I will break down all of them, all the ones um, that John Frusciante played in for sure. And uh, and this is, you know, the first um, podcast of that series, if you will. So this is my music experience. And um, so, yeah, let's look at the songs. Around the world, parallel universe, scar tissue is still still one of my favorite Chili Pepper songs of all time. I mean, it's still a song that I've heard, I don't know, thousands of times, 
but I still like hearing it every time. You know, scar tissue. It's just, it's beautiful. Um, get on top. It's a more upbeat, heavy wah pedal. Um, just a funky track. And then Californication, that song almost didn't happen, actually. There's a, uh, a story that, uh, th- you know, that song just barely made it to the uh to the final cut and uh you know John they say John Frusciante couldn't figure out the uh how to uh the riff to it the melody and uh I think with like two days left he he you know finally came up with that little riff you know and uh Get on top, a song which contains significant use of wah pedal, was formed after a jam session conducted shortly after Frusciante had listened to Public Enemy. I came up with the rhythm to the song on the way to rehearsal, just tapping it out with my foot. The understated guitar solo played in the middle of the song was originally intended to be more noticeable, according to Frusciante, who was playing screaming guitar solos. He changed his thought process after listening to Steve Howe's guitar solo on Yes's Siberian Katru. The band sounded really big, and they're playing really fast, and then this clean guitar solo comes out over the top. It's really beautiful. Like, it's on its own sort of shelf. For Get On Top, I wanted to play something that contrasts between the solo and the background. Savior... A song found towards the end of the album features heavy effects, most notably an electroharmonics micro synth with 16 second delay. Frusciante notes that the sound is directly inspired by Eric Clapton's playing in Cream. Um, I wanted to, to get where they talked about Californication because I'm sure they have something on how it came about. So... In regards to the song Californication, what I was trying to reference in the podcast was um, the making of it. And um, I wanted to read this quote. Frusciante felt compelled to write an appropriate guitar ensemble that would appropriately complement the poignant lyrical content but encountered difficulty. The song was barely making progress and would have been scrapped had it not been for Kiedis' urgency to include it on the album. Frusciante completed the final riff two days before recording after drawing inspiration from the Cure soundtrack to Carnage Visitors. The title track was intended to represent Californian lifestyles and more specifically the fake nature which is associated with much of Hollywood. It references Kurt Cobain of Nirvana, Nirvana, and uses considerable imagery to capture the evocative nature of California. So there that is, you know, the biggest song on the album almost never happened. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I wanted to to get where they talked about Californication because I'm sure they have something on how it came about. Californication's lyrics... Uh, but whatever so um, yeah so we have Emmett Remus which is summertime backwards it's another um, 
it was really cool to me the way that John used minimal guitar playing for, for that. But he still gets this incredible John Frusciante sound. I mean, he literally plays two notes for the chorus, but he does really cool feedback things on his guitar, and it just makes it sound like, like so much more. And uh, so after that, I like Dirt, which is a bucked up funky thing. This Velvet Glove, which is a beautiful um, acoustic guitar mixed with, I think there's probably three electric guitar tracks. Savior, super slow and just chill. Right on Time is another fast one. And Road Trippin' is the last song. And like I said, probably my least favorite on there. Um, and for some reason, that's not that's not John's style at all. You know, he did this kind of complicated finger-picking thing. Oops. Sorry, guys. He did this uh, complicated finger-picking finger thing, but it really it just didn't sound like, like him. But uh, much of the album was written in the band members' homes in the summer of 98. Kiedis and Frusciante often spent days together discussing song creation, guitar riffs, and lyrical content. Bass and percussion aspects of the record were constructed through jam sessions and the individual work of Flea and Smith. Most of the material and lyrics throughout the songs in the album came from personal and professional turmoil that different, that different members of the band went through were currently going through at the time. This resulted in the sensitive approach that one might not expect from a band whose followers are skate punks and fraternity boys. That I don't necessarily agree with totally. I mean, the Chili Peppers audience now is anywhere from, you know, eight-year-old girls to, you know, 55-year-old men that grew up with the uh, the Chili Peppers. Um, but the album, it, it was just a pivotal album for the Chili Peppers, especially after that time. They put out the album with Dave, Dave Navarro from Jane's Addiction called One Hot Minute in 95, it just wasn't it, it's it's a good album it really is but he just he just doesn't didn't fit the chili peppers like John Frusciante did and in fact nobody does i mean not not Josh Klinghoffer who is a student of John's but um i will say that overall this whole album is a 4.7 for me. So obviously, I mean, most people know that I'm a Chili Pepper fan, and I'm going to do this little, these little uh, segment on, uh, on Chili Pepper albums that John Frusciante recorded. And, um, and this is, you know, it, it's just one of those albums. It, it starts off bucked up and it takes you on a cool little journey all the riffs are so memorable you know even though it's not necessarily like this crazy tricky guitar playing it's it's just simple simple lines but it's melody used at its best you know when they do melody but there's also the funky stuff which i mean 
which I love. Like I said, I've always, I've always loved that about the Chili Peppers, how they can go super chill and uh, and turn it over and go crazy, funk, punk. They can go super fast, you know, super slow. They just, they've been together so long and uh, have been playing together for so long. But uh, there's still, there's nothing like John Frusciante in the Chili Peppers. So, Californication, 4.7 for me. My favorite song is probably Scar Tissue. That's in my top five favorite Chili Pepper songs. Um, you know, I, I love, I mean, Californication's such a beautiful song, and, and it's great, and it really uh, kind of sums up this album, if there, were, if there was one song that kind of sums it up. That would be the one. And, you know, they kind of made that the, the uh, theme of their record. But, uh, but you know, I, I don't consider it the best song on the albums. I mean, it took me a, a few years to really start digging in. And, uh, and the Chili Peppers come alive when you hear them live, you know, especially John Frusciante. He, he just did, I mean... God, I saw them, I think, six or seven times when John was guitar player. And there's just something magical that happens. Like, it's an electricity. Like, I felt it in the air. You feel it when, you, when you're there. I remember John Frusciante sang Maybe by the uh, Chantels, which is like, I think, maybe a song from the 60s. And it's super, super high vocal range, falsetto the whole time. And he just sang that note for note perfectly. And I just remember, this was in 2003. I just left the, uh, it was at the UNO Arena. And uh, I just left there spellbound. And then in 1999, I saw them, Incubus opened up for them. And then it was the Chili Peppers. Crazy, crazy show. Um, saw them at Voodoo Fest in 2006. I was in the front row, ended up basically turning into uh, a little bit of a security guard, catching all the flying kids that were uh, crowd surfing and, and throwing them over the rails. But uh, but yeah, this album, 4.7, it's a classic, and uh, everybody should check this out. And uh I, I am still, like, I've listened to uh, a couple of more albums, a couple more albums that will be coming out soon. Um, what do I listen to? I listen to country album, Chris Stapleton from A Room Volume 2. I listen to uh, Jack Johnson's latest album he put out in 2017. Uh, 2017. I listen to an album from Wiz Khalifa. For sure, don't buy that one if you were planning on it. Like I said before, like there's only so many times you can hear about weed smoke and uh, and having the best weed, having the best jewelry, and and about strip clubs and shit. That I love hip hop. Don't get me wrong, I grew up on hip hop and and I love it. It's almost my first love, which is one of the things I love about the Chili Peppers. They have a, a hip hop element 
to them as well. But um, but man, that some of that the new stuff is not it's not hip hop, and it's not going to be around for long. In fact, I listened to the album one time, and uh, I just thought it was terrible. But um, I listened to a Mud Crunch album, which is Tom Petty's other band. So point is, there are a lot of reviews on the way. So um, and thank thank you guys so much for uh, for listening to me while I work this out and uh and and tuning in and you can follow me at uh facebook.com backslash matt Guerra music um on soundcloud matt Guerra music um and uh also do garacast uh facebook.com backslash garacast for the other podcasts that i do with my family and uh i really want to get that going again but uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. I'm recording a lot of music right now. Um, I'm about to record some stuff right now. Oh, shout out to uh, John Mayer. We're going to a Dead & Company show tonight. Uh, I was going with a friend of mine, but John Mayer had to have uh, some kind of emergency uh, appendectomy, I guess. So uh, sending out some love to my man, John Mayer. And uh, shout out to Dead End Company. But, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for putting up with me and listening. And uh, see you this Friday for sure with another one. All right. Much love, everybody. Peace. Come on.